What's up, everybody? John English here again with another Broken Man podcast. Thanks for joining me. Thanks for um, all the downloads and everything you've given me so far. I really do appreciate it. Um, there's, there's been so much going on here just in the last, since I did the last show here a few days ago. And um, it would be so easy to kind of jump on that bandwagon where you're seeing all this racial divide. You're seeing so much hate and so much violence, so much uh, craziness in the world. I mean, it's getting into the the sport. Well, it's actually kind of been in the sports world for a while, uh, the professional sports world, and now it's kind of trickling down into college and high school, and uh, you're you're having so much information put out there, and most of it being false information. That's the problem. Um, it, it, it would be really easy to jump on there and just kind of dissect each and every one, each and every instance, and then present you with the facts. But the facts are all out there. I see a lot of different people on uh, Facebook and YouTube and stuff like that. There are people out there that are actually defending, you know, and, and giving the right information about history. And it's, I really couldn't do it any more justice than it's already been done. So, uh, I don't. I don't really see the point in doing that. However, uh, I will say this: um, if you're not happy with an organization, or w- whether it be uh, professional sports, whether it be a company, a corporation like Walmart or any other institution out there, if you're not happy with what they're doing and the just gross negligent behavior of these these companies and these people involved with these companies, then stop promoting them. Stop watching it. Stop shopping there. Stop doing all of that because without fans in the seats and buying tickets and, and buying uh, memorabilia and, and stuff like that, sports isn't going to be around much longer. Professional sports just won't last. I mean, that's just the simple facts. We have the control over them because the people that are are infiltrating these organizations and causing all of this racial divide, the people that support them are not going to support these institutions. For one, most of them, these people out in the streets that are causing so much damage, uh, Antifa and, and all these other terrorist organizations, these people don't really have the money. These people don't have jobs. You know, they're collecting their, that's what's funny about this whole thing is they they hate Donald Trump. And again, I'm not a, I don't believe in the left-right paradigm. I'm not, I'm not I don't claim to be Republican. Uh, certainly not liberal. I definitely not liberal. Uh, but I don't really claim an, a political affiliation. But I will say this, these people that are uh, saying they hate Trump so badly and they just, they despise the man. But they're able to be out here rioting, taking over blocks of cities. All of these things that they're doing, they're able to do because of the money that they passed, you know, for the pandemic. That extra $600 that you're getting, you know, on top of your unemployment. Um, Most of these people are making more money now than they've ever made in their life. Not to mention they're getting paid by people like George Soros 
and uh, all these other political organizations that are, you know, they're they're trying to force communism and socialism. Um, they really don't have a clue. They they have no clue that they're being buffaloed. Some people are waking up to it, which is really nice, especially in the black community. You see a lot of people in the black community starting to wake up, and they're starting to go out there and say, look, this we call BS. This Antifa terrorist organization is causing all these problems. It's not us, you know, and and uh, some of them are, you know, they, they're, they're being invaded and infiltrated by the people that are really causing all the problems. So I, I could do a whole show or two on all of that. However, me being a uh, Christian American or just a Christian in general, Christian has no, being a follower of Christ carries no political or, you know, ethnic or country, you know, there's, it, it doesn't matter. You could be uh, of any country origin or any race, creed, color, doesn't matter, gender, and be a follower of Christ. It has nothing to do with it. On the last show, I read John 3.16. For God so loved the world, the world, the world means everyone in it, everybody. It didn't say, for God so loved black people, or for God so loved white people, the world. That means everybody in the world, all races, all nationalities, all of it, everybody. And that's the thing that I want people to understand is if people were following God's word, none of this would be happening. There would be no race wars. Nobody would even worry about race. Okay. There, there, there wouldn't be any wars. There wouldn't be any broken marriages. There wouldn't be any children dying unnecessarily, you know, from, you know, anything that's controllable by people, I should say. You know, if everybody was following the Bible, none of this would be happening. None of this strife would be happening. There wouldn't be so much heartache in the world, you know. But nobody will say that. Nobody will admit that. But it's true. It really is true. If people were following God's word and doing what God wanted us to do, we wouldn't have these issues. But God knew that we couldn't do that. You know, he sees from beginning to end. And that's why Jesus was sent here. Jesus was sent here for that very reason. Because we as humans are filthy animals. We have no self-control. I mean, look at all the people out there. Just the, This younger generation has zero respect for anyone over the age of 25. I mean, it used to be like 35 and above. They kind of hated and just kind of disrespected. Now it's all, now they're all down to like 25 if they're these teenagers could care less. I don't, I, don't, I don't know exactly what their agenda is or what they think their agenda is, but it is true. And the Bible predicted this over 2,000 years ago. It clearly said in the last days that. You know, basically the younger generation is going to have no respect at all. Children are going to turn on their parents. 
and that these generations are not going to have any respect for the elders. And it's happening. Everything, everything is said and that has been spoken in the Bible is coming true slowly but surely. Actually, not really slowly. It's actually coming true quite quickly, if you want to get technical about it. It's happening rapidly. And on one side, I'm thinking, I'm happy that Jesus is coming soon because I'm sick and tired of this world. I'm sick and tired of being a sinner. I'm sick and tired of being the person that I am. And uh, I'm sick and tired of fighting sin and these demonic forces. I'm just, I'm tired of it. You know, I'm just tired of being a horrible human being. And uh, I know only Jesus can save me. Jesus is the only one that's, he's the only reason I'm here right now. I mean, I'll be honest. I just, I don't want to deal with this anymore. I've done too much in my life. I've seen too much in my life. And, and I haven't seen nearly as much or, or had things happen to me nearly as much as a lot of other people have. But we all have our problems. We all have our issues. No one is, you know, everybody considers their own problems way bigger to themselves than other people from the outside looking in. And uh, that's where depression comes from. You know, you build things up in your head that they're so horrible and you make it seem like it's just so bad, but other people can't see it because it means a lot to you, but other people can't see it. They don't understand it. I've done that myself. I see people that are, you know, making a big deal. Seemingly to me, they're making a big deal out of nothing. But I've done this exact same thing. It means a lot to me, but other people are like, what are you talking about? Why are you so mad? Why are you so angry? And thank God that he's been able to calm me down over the years. And now it's like I don't get as excited over things as I used to. I'm still not cured. and I never will be cured. I'm going to sin every day. I'm going to have these issues every single day of my life. But that's what the whole point of prayer, reading God's word, which I'm still not doing what I should be doing there, or praying. There's days that I get so down on myself, I don't even want to pray because I don't feel worthy. Or I do something that I know I shouldn't be doing, having thoughts in my head that I know I shouldn't be having, and I feel dirty. I feel filthy, and I don't want to pray to God. And I'm trying to learn slowly but surely that you can't do that. You still have to pray. It doesn't make you a hypocrite. It makes you a sinner and a normal person. And you just, the more you pray and the more of God's word that you read and get involved with or trying to do things for God, like volunteering, offering, you know, yourself to whatever, if there's volunteer stuff at church or at a pantry or whatever, handing food out to people, you know, whatever you do. All that stuff is Christ-like, and that's stuff that God wants you to do. That's what he wants us to do, help others. That's one of the many things that he wants us to do. But, you know, like I said, I could get involved in all this discussion about all these these things that are going on. People are handling this. Uh, quite well, actually. And uh, the one thing I will, or the other thing, I've already said one thing, but uh, the, one of the, the other things that I would like to point out is 
These are all things that are supposed to happen, and it's going to get much worse, much, much, much worse. This is just the tip of the iceberg. All of this is supposed to happen. Every single bit of it. They've the, the, the liberals have been trying, or whoever's behind this liberal, extreme left-wing communist agenda, which is coming from a much bigger source, you know, they have been trying this for years and years and years. If you look back over the years, look how many times they've tried this. All the things that are going on right now, look how many times that it's almost, it gets right up next to that bubble bursting and it just, it deflates. You know, it doesn't really go any, any further. Then it gets a little bit more, and then it just, no. Now they figured out the formula that works. They think. What they don't know is God's in control. God is in total control. Nothing will happen until God lets it happen. Just like your death. You're, gonna, you're not going to die until God says it's time for you to die. There is a set time for you to, to leave this world. And when it's God's will, it'll happen. It's not up to other people. If somebody's holding you at gunpoint and they let you go, of course, during the time they're holding a gun on you, you think, I'm gonna, I could die any minute. But in reality, God's got control of the situation. If it's your time, you're going to go. If it's not your time, you're not going to go. So why stress about it? I know a lot of people that worry about dying, worry about getting sick and dying and all this other stuff. And I used to be the same way. But now I'm at the point where if it's my time, if, if God's calling me to go home, then I'll go home. I mean, well, I'll have to. I don't have a choice. You know, we're all mortal. We have a number. God has a date, a time, an exact time when it's our time to go. We don't know it because we're living it. And every time we do something dangerous or every time we're put in, in a dangerous situation, you know, we, we think we're going to die. We actually think we have control of that situation. Man, I, I almost slipped out, but I almost fell off that cliff. But just at the last second, man, I, I grabbed on and I, I got news for you. If it was time for you to go, you're going to go. You can be in the best shape of your life. I used to hear about people uh, when I lived up north in Iowa and they had the big seven, that big, uh, the big, it was not a marathon because it's not long enough. But it was a big run, and you know people from all over the world would come and do this run, and it was this giant hill that they started out with, Brady Street Hill. Very, very steep hill. And there used to be people in the best shape of their lives dropped dead on that sucker from a heart attack. You know? I certainly couldn't run up it. I mean, I, I, I might be able to crawl up it, <laughs> you know, but I might make it to the top. And nothing happened. I'll just, you know, heart will be beating and I'll be thinking I'm going to die. But if it's time, God will call you home and there's nothing you can do about it. So I don't know why people stress about it. I used to stress about it. I don't, I don't worry about it anymore. In a weird way, I look forward to it. No, that doesn't mean I'm suicidal. It means I'm looking forward to getting a, 
out of this world. I'm just sick of this world, and I'm, I'm longing to be in heaven with God, even though I know I don't deserve it. But I know Jesus died for me, and I accept him, and I accept the gift that he gave me, that gift of life. So I only have to die once. Some people, you, you've heard this second death, and it confused you. Like, what do you mean die twice? You don't want to die twice. You die once, you leave this earth. The second death is the one where everyone's cast into the lake of fire with Satan and his minion. You don't want that one. The first one we all have to have. It happens to all of us. The second one you don't have to have. because all you, and, and, and the way to avoid it, get on your knees, repent of your sins, accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God and your Lord and Savior. Accept the fact that he died for you. He took the place of your sins. You're a filthy, dirty sinner. But Jesus took the beating and he hung on that cross for those sins. So accept it, and you won't have to die twice. And that's the fact. I know, I got off track. <laughs> that's what I usually do. So I, I wanted to talk a little bit about Father's Day. I kind of wanted to do a show. I want, I've been wanting to do a couple of shows, actually, over the last few days. Uh, one of them I definitely wanted to do um, over Father's Day. And uh, I kind of experienced something that it really kind of got to me a little bit, so I didn't do a show. But um, And it's kind of one of them things where one of my kids didn't wish me a happy Father's Day. And when that happens, and I know there's people around, possibly people even listening to this show right now that have had that happen to them. And it kind of stings a little bit, you know. That first time it happens, it kind of stings. And, um, but they're, they have the right to do that or not do that. That's their right. And I'm not going <clears> to, <throat> it might seem like I'm pitching a fit now. I'm not really pitching a fit. I'm just making a statement that it did affect me a little bit, you know, but I deserve it. I was, a, I'm a bad father. I've admitted in the past um, I've admitted my wrongdoing in this marriage. I I've admitted that I let Satan come in and take over my family. I didn't raise my family, right? I didn't raise my family according to the word of God and I'm paying for it. And that's something God will forgive you of your sins. Jesus died for your sins. However, you still have to deal with the consequences of your sin. You know, you cheat on your taxes. You can get forgiveness from God, but you're still going to have to pay the penalty. If you steal something or you kill someone or beat someone up, somehow end up in jail, you're still going to have to do the jail time. You can get forgiveness from God but you're still going to pay the consequences here on earth. If you cheat on your spouse and the marriage breaks up or something happens, somebody gets a disease or, you know, whatever could, you know, all the different many possibilities that could happen because of that. 
you still have to pay that consequence. Or there are still consequences to pay. You can get forgiveness from God. However, you still pay the consequences. It's the same for anything. Break, uh, speeding, you know. <laughs> I mean, any, anything that, that you could be, uh, mostly anything out there could be labeled a sin, you know. Because we're supposed to follow, you know, we're, we're told in the Bible to even follow man's law. We're not supposed to break man's law just because, oh, well, I'm a Christian. I can do whatever I want. No, that's not the case. Sorry to bust your bubble. But uh, anyway, so, yeah, I wanted to do a show and, talk, you know, kind of talk about, you know, kind of the father relationship thing. And uh, unfortunately, that happened, and, and it kind of got me down a little bit. I, I always pray for my kids, and I always will. I always love them. I'll always be there for them no matter what. But uh, I'm just I'm not a good example of a father, and I'm not going to use any excuses um, because I know what God tells me to do about what you're supposed to do with your family, and I didn't do it. I failed. As a father, as a man, I failed. And now I have to pay the consequences. And it sucks. It really does suck. So, uh, hopefully, those of you out there, you know, um, I envy sometimes. I know we're not supposed to be envious. But when I see all these videos, all these people with their fathers, and um, I never got that really when I was a kid either. And uh, it's it's uh, heartbreaking. Because I look at what I could have had if I would have just followed God's guidelines to raising a family. You know, I, I, I could have had that happiness and that joy and that togetherness and that feeling of uh, that true bond. But I chose other things instead. You know, and that's what I get. I deserve it. And I know a lot of people out there will blame, they'll point fingers, and they'll try to play the blame game. Take responsibility for your own issues. Blaming other people for stuff, it's real easy to do that. But take responsibility for yourself. Until you do, you'll keep repeating the same mistakes over and over and over. I wish I would have learned this Years ago, I certainly wouldn't be on my third marriage right now. Or about to end my third marriage. I, you know, it just, I'm, I'm disgusted with myself because I've, I let myself go down this path. But, uh, anyway, so that's why that didn't happen. The Father's Day thing didn't happen. Uh, I do wish all the people out there that are fathers, I do wish you happy Father's Day. If I didn't do it on the last show as a pre-Father's Day wish. But, um, you know, kind of on the lines of all the things that are happening right now, and I was saying before, how things are getting worse. Um, I had a friend a while back, probably about a year ago. I had a friend. I'm not going to say where she's from or anything. I've already talked um, 
I've already talked to them about what I can mention and what I can't mention. So I'll just call this friend a contact. We'll go, we'll go that route with it. My contact, um, the discussion was brought up that they happened to be in a room or at an event with some very high profile people. There may or may not have been some Freemasons in the room. There may or may not have been some high-ranking politicians, whether current or former, and could have been, uh, you know, this is in the northern, extreme northern United States. Um, they were talking about a discussion that was going on in this, it was actually a party, uh, like a holiday party. And the discussion was about the next four years, more or less, kind of the next four. So you're, we're talking a year ago. So now we're talking three years, actually a year and a half ago. So we're actually talking about a year and a half of this four to five years. I think it was four to five years, actually, was what was mentioned. So a year and a half of this is already gone. What my contact said was there's discussions about the United States is going to be involved in a civil war, a regional war, and world war all at the same time in the next four to five years. That was the discussion. I don't know if they were discussing that they were hoping it happens. They knew it was going to happen. All I know is uh, the discussion was about this happening. Now, I'll be honest. Okay, when I heard this, I kind of took it with a grain of salt. And no offense to my contact. If they happen to listen to this, please don't take any offense. But I that was a stretch. Okay. It was kind of, I could see, you know, World War looked pretty bad at the time. That looked pretty, you know, like the ability for that to happen looked pretty strong at the time, a year and a half ago, actually the last couple of years. So, um, and the reason I didn't bring this up before or put a message out there or anything is because I was taking it with a grain of salt and I really didn't think it was possible to be quite honest. But now, given the current circumstances, I'm beginning to think they were right. I'm beginning to think that that's actually true. Because look what's going on. And it happened so quickly. Look how fast this exploded. You know, everybody's worried about COVID-19 and all these things going on. The economy's tanking and people are getting sick and afraid to come out of their house. That looked bad enough. That was bad enough. And you think, man, you know, the economy tanks, man. The United States, we're going to have some serious problems. People are going to be rioting. I thought people would be rioting because of that. And I'm surprised it didn't happen. You know, it's kind of one of the things is I believe that was being used also. I'm not saying people didn't get sick. 
I'm saying I think it was being used by these same people that are pushing this racism, this Antifa crowd, the people that are behind them. I think that they were hoping the COVID thing would kick off some sort of up uprival or up um uprising. Uprival. <clears throat> you know, I think they really thought that would people would just get so fed up after a couple of weeks or, you know, a month that they would just go crazy and then people would be riding in the streets and going nuts, but it didn't happen. Instead, they had to bring race into it. They had to start another race war. And they did it at just the right time. You know, they picked the right time. Well, they think they picked the right time. Again, none of this is going to happen without God's will. Okay, none's going to happen in our lives without God's will. So now look at the possibilities. I mean, think about it. Think about the possibilities. Civil war is imminent right now. Civil war is, we've been as, we're as close to civil war right now than we've ever been in our lifetime, in my lifetime. And I've been around for 50 years. So there's been a lot of stuff happening in the last 50 years, but nothing like this. Like this is, and what's crazy is, there's been no better time to be a black American than right now. But the way they're making it look is totally different. They're making it look worse than it was in the 60s. And it was horrible for black people in the 60s before civil rights. Well, 50s and 60s, you know. But it's... It's looking like civil war very well could happen. A regional war, that could be us in Mexico over immigration, over the walls. That's possible. I mean, the cartels are getting pissed. We're legalizing marijuana and, you know, even though they're still making money off of other drugs, but still a big hit, you know, but uh, they start tightening up the borders. That's going to cause some major issues there. So I could see that happening. I could see a regional war breaking out as well. World war is always a threat. Always there. Right on the tip. You know, and it says in the Bible, the northern army coming down to invade Israel. I mean, that's, you know, basically Iran, Russia, Turkey, whoever. You know, there's different ideas of who it is, the, the northern armies. There's been plenty of sermons done on that by, I think Pastor Mike just completed one not too long ago. But all of these things that we have here to distract us, the one thing you need to keep in mind, don't take your eyes off of God. Don't get so consumed and this is for anything. I know, you know, all the conspiracy stuff from way back in the day and, you know, even the stuff going on today. Um, you cannot let yourself get so consumed with this stuff. Just like the last podcast about the world. Don't get sucked into the world. Don't get sucked into all this other stuff. 
Keep your eye on Jesus. More Jesus, less fear. I hope there's so many people out there that find Jesus when they need him before they pass away because once this thing kicks off, it's going to be a lot of people dying. And I hope and pray there's, there's you know, many of these people. I know all of them won't, but I just hope there's enough people that are reached before this all goes down. I really, really do. So that's kind of what I wanted to say on this show. And uh, again, stop with the fear, you know, stop getting involved. And look, I know there's a large group of people right now that have just been sitting and waiting to see how this all is going to go because the, the, the scary people haven't gotten involved yet. The ones that are scary are the ones that are being quiet. You ever, you ever hear that, you know, back in school or whatever, they tell you the quiet ones don't mess with the quiet ones. I think that's why nobody ever picked on me that much or never really actually threw a fist at me in school is because I was so quiet and they, you know, maybe they heeded that warning or whatever. I mean, honestly, I don't know what I would have done. There were times in the past and when I was a child, I lost my temper and I felt no pain or anything. I just went crazy. That's why I was afraid to fight. I didn't like to fight because I didn't want to hurt people like that. I didn't want to be responsible for that. You know, if, if, if I would have gotten the upper hand, I mean, who knows if I would have been able to stop or whatever, you know, I could have just lost my mind. I think about that now, you know, what would I do? If some of these Antifa nut jobs tried to hurt me or my family just randomly out of the blue, because I'm just, I'm trying to stay away from everybody. I'm just keeping out of it. And I suggest all of you guys do that too. You Christians out there, my brothers and sisters, just stay away from these people. Don't let them suck you into their world. Don't let them suck you into doing something that you wouldn't normally do or that you're going to feel bad about later on down the road because you can't take some of that stuff back. Again, you can get forgiveness for it from God, but you have to deal with the consequences. And there are a lot of consequences involved in that. So I urge you, brothers and sisters, please Please use as much restraint as you possibly can. Defend yourself, defend your family and friends, your loved ones, but don't go looking for these people. Don't go interjecting yourself into their world because you cannot win. These people hate Jesus. They hate God. They hate common sense. These people are not right. They have mental issues. They have mental problems, and they, they have had them for who knows how long. These are, the first, these are the first sightings of the generations that were drugged almost all their life. These people have serious issues. The satanic forces out there in the streets right now are the, the biggest they've ever been. This has to happen, folks. And I know it sucks thinking that way. And I know it sucks if you're a young person and you're never going to get to, you know, it looks like you're not going to be able to live a normal life. 
But I promise you, heaven's going to be so much more worth it than this world. So much more. Accept Christ today. Repent of your sins. You don't have to do anything special. Just repent of your sins. Ask God to forgive you. Accept Jesus Christ as the Son of God. Accept the fact that he died for your sins on that cross and rose again. And he is coming back. Make no Trust me. He's coming back. And he's not coming back to shake hands and kiss babies. He's coming back to gather his elect and to destroy Satan and his minion and to rid this world of the evil that is controlling it right now. There's evil on all sides here. I'm not picking sides because there's evil all around us. Some are worse than others. Right now, the liberals are looking pretty bad. But there's some bad ones on the Republican side and the whatever socialist side and the communist side. And, you know, there's, there's, all, there's bad, bad people and evil all over the world. It's not tied to a political party. And someday the truth will come out and someday we'll know. But until then, try to read your Bible. Try to do what God wants you to do. Help people. Volunteer. It feels good. It really does. And that's pretty much all I can say about it. You know, hopefully this, I would love to believe the story or the, uh, my contact, you know, what they said about what was coming in the next, you know, so now we're looking in the next two and a half to three years. But I'm telling you now, it's going to get much worse. If you don't have Christ in your heart, you're not going to make it. So um, no matter what you've done, he'll forgive you. And that's one thing that I had to get over was I just, I felt like I was so horrible. He didn't want me, didn't want me back in his kingdom. He didn't want anything to do with me. That's the enemy telling you that. Satan will tell you anything to get you from accepting Christ. Anything. He'll promise you anything. He'll give you anything just to keep you away. That's how I know it's real because I felt that. And I know I felt God in my heart. I felt him. I know he's helped me out of so many situations. And he continues to help me today even though I definitely don't deserve it. I don't deserve anything that he's given me. Especially salvation. But he still gives it to me. And he'll give it to you too. So thanks for listening, everybody. If you notice, I didn't have any music. <laughs> uh, like a moron, I didn't copy the song that I was using before from my iMac before I uh, got rid of that. So I don't remember what the name of the song was. <laughs> and I can't find it on any of my extra hard drive. So uh, I might go looking for it again. I, I downloaded it. was a free download and a free t- free to use you know, off of YouTube, one of their deals. So maybe I'll find it again someday. Maybe I just won't use uh, music anymore. So, you know, what's the big deal, right? 
So uh, thanks again for listening, downloading the show. If, if you have any comments, brokenmanradio at gmail.com. That's brokenmanradio at gmail.com. B-R-O-K-E-M-A-N. No, I can't even, I can't even spell it right. B-R-O-K-E-N. That's broken man, M-A-N. So it's all one, Broken Man Radio is all one deal. And R-A-D-I-O, so Broken Man Radio, at gmail.com. If you have any comments, suggestions, uh, if you have any questions about salvation, if you have a story to tell, I'll, st- I'll tell your story. You know, I'll tell as much as names, no names, doesn't matter. I'll share your story with, any, you know, with the world. So uh, thanks again. I really do appreciate it. And we'll catch you again real, real soon with another show.